three, two, one. Welcome everybody to the God is Awesome podcast where we interview everyday Christians about their testimony about how God has changed and worked in their life. My name is Aaron and we have a special guest with us in Nelson Sanchez. Nelson, say what's up to everybody. What's up, everybody? We're, we are super happy to have you here um, on the podcast and really interested in listening to how God has worked in your life. Um, and if you guys didn't know, we, we, this is what we do. Like, my name is Aaron. I'm just, a, I'm just a regular guy interviewing people. Uh, if you guys find this testimony, um, you know, useful or, you know, someone else could relate to it, please share it with them. Please invite people to the group and uh, join in the comments down below. Uh, I'm sure Nelson would not uh, object to, you know, having discussions. I know I know who he is. I know how he likes to do it. And so he has discussions with people. And so it'll be really helpful. Anyway, I'm just going to kick it over to Nelson. Nelson, thank you so much again for being on here. Uh, maybe start with your origin story, where you're coming from, uh, how you grew up, and how, like, you know, shaping forces into how you thought about God before Christ, and um, just kind of origin story. So off you go. All right. Uh, my name is Nelson, guys. I, I'm from Colombia. I was born in Colombia 30 years ago, <laughs> and I came here when I was nine. But um, growing up like in Colombia, my, my dad's family is Jehovah's Witness, and I basically grew up around my grandmother, who was a Jehovah's Witness, and like the foundations were really in in that religion type of thing so it was it was basically in base based on the bible based on the bible law and just like that was like the type of foundation i mean um we i went to meetings with them i was never i was never actually a jehovah's witness but um i attended a lot of stuff like that my mom was a catholic but not really a practicing catholic so okay. it was just it was really just like my grandmother and my aunts that would like take me to those meetings. And that was kind of like what I would see as far as like anything that had to be related with God. Gotcha. So your first, um, uh, you know, exposure to religion and spirituality was from your grandparents. Yes. From and my grandmother, grandmother, my grandmother, grandmother. And then your parents were nominal. Jehovah's right. Witness and no, my, so my dad was, wasn't a practicing Jehovah's witness okay. and my mom was just a nominal Catholic. So it was just, there wasn't really any, any which way they kind of just let me grow into whatever i wanted to be right um <laughs> yes thank you for the yeah i did get a fresh cut for the interview so. <laughs> the uh so they let me grow into whatever i wanted to be gotcha. but my grandmother and my aunts like they definitely were pushing me like hey like become a jehovah's witness type of thing oh so how did that shape you did you did you so were you interested so for me when like i mean like i said i came when i was nine so like i was a kid right okay. and growing up in that community like it's uh it's cool because like you you have like a sense of belonging like i wanted to belong to that community because sure. like everybody's like going out going door to door and like they are loving god or, yeah. oh this they, looks cool like, yeah that's, that's cool i want to yeah. be a part of it <laughs> yeah. and i honestly think like if i would have stayed in Colombia, i would have probably become a Jehovah's no Witness. kidding huh yeah yeah oh that's interesting yeah i mean i don't know if i would have stayed in there but sure but like with it, it's like the love bombing and it's like, there's a lot of like love bomb. What is that? So with, with these types of like religions, it's um like, before, like before you become a Jehovah's witness, it's like every, there's so much love. Like everybody has so much love, oh, right? Oh, bait and but, switch. But once you're in it, then it's like, Oh, now you have to keep the law. Now you have to make <laughs> sure you maintain like these things sure. and everybody becomes almost like a, 
spy on each other. <laughs> so it's like it's it's it seems super cool for me on the out, like from the outside. So did your parents feel that that spyness? Like why weren't they Jehovah Witness? Uh, my dad actually ended up leaving just because he like he got tired of kind of like the rules basically, okay. and my mom just like never really got like to that. Like, gotcha. She didn't really like it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you came to uh, Florida when you were nine. Right, right. So, and you, you're kind of saying that, like God, that was like kind of providential from God. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like God took me out of there. Otherwise, I would have probably ended up in there. <laughs> yeah, crazy. And so, so I come here, and like I had a, a super great family. My parents like raised me like completely right. Like uh-huh. I was raised to be good. Like, and basically, when we got here, it was just like. You know, we we didn't go anywhere. We didn't have any any religion in the house, like no talk about God. Mm. So, which was fine for me because I was a kid. Like by now, I'm like going into like teenage years, yeah. and it's like, oh, I don't want no part of that God stuff, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, is, was did they? What did they teach you about God, or just was it just absent? It was just absent, really. I mean, mm. I think I got I caught a little bit here and there. Like I said, from like more from my dad's family. Mm-hmm. Uh, but nothing really. It wasn't like the household wasn't like a religious household. Gotcha. So how did that shape? Like, what kind of mindset did you come out of when, uh, out of your teen years? So with with Jehovah's Witnesses, like one of the biggest things that they say is that like all other religions are like from the devil. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, and then like they really like is that gosh. real? Like they're like they're, they're all of the devil. Yes. Like every other religion is like controlled by the devil okay so with that they say like there's all the false teachings everywhere else and that like christians are like hypocrites and like they are in it for the money Mm -hmm. and like you see like all these different like pastors who who like basically take all the money from the sheep sure and and my dad kind of like hates religion because like he was he got tired of jehovah's witnesses and he he got taught that whole thing from like from being young himself so he hates it he it's not that he's i mean yeah he just dislikes it and so he kind of like not directly taught it to me but just like from him like himself so he would critique like whenever like catholics like yeah do something like comments or like his opinion oh look at these christians so like i that kind of like seeped in and okay. I, and I had that going into like into it for myself. Gotcha. So like basically like going into my teenage years, I didn't want to have anything to do with religion. Like I wanted to live my own life, and mm-hmm. and I honestly saw myself as like such a more moral person than like some of like the people that I would see that would say that they're Christians or whatever. Okay. Not yeah. that I didn't re- I didn't really have any too many friends that were Christians. Or I didn't have any friends that were Christians. Really. Gotcha. Just like a from afar, you would see yeah. Christians and be like, I'm yeah. not. I'm way yeah, better like than these them people. anyway and yeah. it's like it became really like all the cliche things where it's like oh yeah like religion's an opiate of the masses like like i don't really explain that saying for me so oh, it's an like opiate of the masses right so it's like a drug right okay and it's like it's this belief that people people become christians because they can't handle the real world gotcha it's a crutch and it's like yeah exactly it's yeah. like a crutch and they use it almost like a drug an opiate is a drug yeah yep. it's like that people do it like take on religion because they just can't Gotcha. Fathom death or And that was your understanding of what religion is for yeah. other people. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's that's kinda like what I had like 
for the longest. Although like I never lost a belief in God. Mm -hmm. I just like, for some reason, like I just figured like, well, no one can really know him. Yeah. All these people, there's all these different religions and no one, like no one knows. Right. Like the Islam, like they all lead to God in some way. And like, as long as you live a good life, gotcha. Like you'll make it there. So would you say you're agnostic or atheist at this time? I was agnostic. I never became like an atheist. Gotcha. I always believed God was, was there. Gotcha. So where did that mindset or, or worldview, where did that take you uh, from there? How did that? Right. So, I mean, honestly, like I, my life was great. (laughs) I didn't have anything going on bad. No drugs? I didn't have any. You didn't get stabbed? Nothing. You didn't? I had like, (laughs) I was, I had tons of friends. I, uh, (laughs) like I was enjoying life. I went, like I graduated high school. Uh Like I went to college. Like everything was good. Yeah. Like no reason for me to go. No rock (laughs) bottom. No rock bottom. (laughs) (laughs) No reason. You know how many people's testimonies are like, I wish my life was kind of like. Yeah. (laughs) I, I, you know, I I was like, before I did the testimony, I'm like, man, like, I never had, like, my life was good. (laughs) Do I got to take drugs to? Right. No, well, not necessarily. (laughs) It was just like, like, man, like my testimony is not like boring, that crazy, you know? So yeah, like my life was good. Like I, I. (laughs) My family is great, like great upbringing. Sure. Like I very felt very loved. Loving parents. Loving parents, yeah. loving family. Uh, I in college actually I I met you. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and yep. we had a class together and like we hit it off. Like we became friends and we started hanging out. And like we started partying and like all this stuff. And turns out you're a Christian. And turns I'm like, out of a Christian. <laughs> what is this mess, man? <laughs> like, Let me ask you something, man. <laughs> Let me ask you something. All right. Uh, all right. So it's funny because this, I think, like Nelson's testimony is like one of the few that I'm, I'm, I think I'm heavily involved in, right? So what, what went through your brain after like knowing that we're partying together, like heavy drinking? out in the clubs, all that stuff. What went through your brain when you found out I was a Christian? Well, when I found out you were a Christian, it, it kind of threw me off. Because okay. I already have this like stereotypical picture of a Christian in my mind, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's like either they're holier than thou and it's like, oh, they're judging me like and I'm better than them type of thing. Like I'm like, and like I met you and you're just like super down to earth. And I'm like, oh man, like this guy's just like me. Like we're just hanging out, we're friends. <laughs> And he's a Christian. So that was kind of cool. Like, I was like, okay. oh, man, like, it was cool in the sense of, like, it was very approachable. Okay. And we became friends. And a lot of times Christians, you, right. don't, you didn't find approachable. Right, right. Yeah. It was like when someone, when I feel like someone's, like, feels like that they're better than you or something sure, like that. Sure. Then, then I'm like, oh, I don't want to be your friend. Yeah, there's this distance or wall right. or something. Like, yeah. And, but then there was also the flip side of it, which was, like, Dude, like, how are you gonna claim to be a Christian? And know, like, you're living <laughs> just, you're know. living just like me. Yeah, I know, man. I know, man. That's my testimony, bro. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, so hashtag Aaron's testimony. If you guys want to hear no, Aaron's chill. testimony, <laughs> let's make this a thing. Chill Every single testimony. That, hashtag Aaron testimony. All right, go back to sit Nelson's. <laughs> um, so okay, so you find out I'm a I'm a Christian. I'm really. I'm honored that I could play this small role in your testimony, but like, where does this go from here? Like, how did this? Right, right. So, I mean, we continued hanging out and stuff. And one time you were just like, hey man, like, why don't, why don't you just become a youth leader? 
And I looked at you and I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, what is wrong with you, man? Like, I'm not even a Christian and you're going to make me go be a youth leader at your church. <laughs> and you were just a youth leader at, at that time. So we would have been like at the same level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if, if anyone's watching, you know, it kind of puts me on blast a little bit. But I was not the youth pastor at the time. I was a youth leader. Still working some stuff out. Again, not about me. I'm just letting people out there know so I don't get fired or anything. So God used that horrible decision that Aaron made. Yeah. <laughs> and I was I started to go to youth group and it was cool. Like I I mean I had never seen anything like it. Like So you were non Christian. Non Christian. And like I said, I since I the only meetings I had I had ever gone to were like Jehovah's Witness, like super monotone, like there's nothing for the kids. Oh type yeah, thing, okay. Right? Yeah, that's a so, good framework. Sure. So seeing like all these kids have games and like like Christian like music. It was like at the at that time it was just like the hymnals at the at the Jehovah's Witness thing. Right. So for me, it was, it was cool. I'm like, man, like this is, this seems like something that I as a kid would have enjoyed yeah. if I was a kid and like I could worship my own way and mm -hmm. I can like grow as it. So I don't know. I thought it was cool for like the kids that were there. Yeah. But it was also funny because I'm like, the kids would ask me questions about the Bible and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you just, just believe God, <laughs> bro. <laughs> <laughs> just, just believe him. <laughs> Just read your Bible. So, so anywho, so I, I kept I continued going, and I would listen to the sermons and stuff, and that would make sense. It, it, it was it was cool. It was interesting. And Who was giving the sermons, Jackie? It was Jackie Muncy at Jackie the time, Muncy. and great, great, great youth director. Yeah, she was a great youth director. I, I got to listen to those sermons, and we actually had a missions trip. And you're like, oh, let's go on a missions trip, and I had like, I was like, oh, cool, man. I've never been on one, so we went to West Virginia. Yeah. And it was like, it was cool. We got to do stuff over at the, at like, it was like a school, like an old school. Yeah. And I mean, nothing really about it sticks out in my mind other than the fact that we like planned to like walk all of the continent of Africa. <laughs> yeah. That's a real thing, guys. We planned literally, we were preparing to walk across Africa. <laughs> but this one thing did stick out in my mind, which was like, we were sitting out in front of the school. And like, we were just, it was just me and you. And we we're just like sitting on the bench, just kind of like resting after we got done doing something. And you were like, Hey man, like you're my best friend. And I would really like it if like, if you, if like you, you came like to paradise or to heaven together, like if you, if you were in heaven with me. And I was like, man, that is like super genuine of someone to say, especially like another guy like to say that to another guy like, sure. I, like that's super vulnerable and i really appreciated that and at the time i wasn't a christian or anything like that but i think that was like the first thing to soften my hard heart yeah like the seed that was planted maybe yeah i think you know and i just sticks after, out in my mind that was after years that's for years of friendship yeah yeah uh it was probably like three or four years yeah. that we were friends and so that was then that was like college uh yeah that was like end of college mm. right? yeah so that was like around that well i thought we were gonna die when we walked across africa right honestly. it's a good thing so we didn't I was, I was just trying to let you know man like <laughs> hey this is a serious thing i really believe this thing so yeah. all right so uh after college um you had this we had this you know hard discussion right at least vulnerable for me where did where did you go from there so like I continue just kind of like living, living my own life. I knew you were like you at that time, I think you decided to become, or you got promoted to youth pastor. Yeah. And it was cool. Like I was like, Hey man, like 
you follow your own path and I'm going to do mine. So I'm going to like, like focus on my career, try yeah. to be kind of like find a wife type of thing. And I did find my, my girlfriend at the time and we, we dated for, for a while and That's got right. married and stuff. So Carrie's awesome. Carrie's awesome. amazing. Yep. So, but nothing, nothing really that like drew me in to church, you know, like I was just like, okay, like you planted that seed, but that gotcha. was a long time ago. Long like, time ago. Nothing's changed. Yeah. Like it softened my heart a little bit, but I still love my sin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, like I felt like I was a good, like a good person. Yeah. Totally. Like I was like, all right, well I'm not living my life wrong. So what changed? What happened? So we, uh, we had this thing with like our lease and my wife, was like super distraught about it and she was like oh man like our car mm -hmm. and she she asked her friends to like pray for us because like we were going in and they were gonna like rake us over the head because we she, gonna pay she a bunch asked of money. her friends to pray for her yeah but she wasn't a christian she wasn't a christian gotcha. right but it's um, funny why that happens you yeah know? it happens you know i think it's like when, when we're at our wits end we realize we that we can't control anything Interesting. And we just yeah and we just pray but um so she did and we were at the dealership and the guy's like, oh, don't I know you from like Sunlight or something? And they always, like, I get confused for you all the time. <laughs> so I was like, no, you're probably talking about Aaron. And Carrie's like, it's a sign. <laughs> <laughs> so, so she's like, we have to go to church tomorrow. We have to go to church. And like, I've always been open to coming to church because like, you're my friend. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm like, I don't mind. Sure. So. And you've been so many times. Yeah. Like, I, so I was like, all right, we can start going regularly. So. We start going and like Carrie has this like moment of like conversion. Like the, she's just like, she, she's been going to church before and like, she finally just understood the gospel and like, it just hit her. What, what just hit her? Like, I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. Just, and I couldn't understand it. I, I just like looked at her and I'm like, oh, what so are she you got, talking she, about? She got hit first. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Okay. So I'm like, what happened? And so she she became a christian and and i i didn't have it and i've never been that person to be like i just want to be a follower i just want to be a christian because my friends are christian like no like i like like I, when i was younger yes but like after after college like i'm my own person man. yeah like i don't need to be a follower so your wife becomes a christian after what one sermon or after there was like three sermons three that sermons. like just like spoke to her gotcha and so she tells you she's a christian now yeah and then you're like, good for you? I'm like, that's awesome. Like, okay. super cool. Like, I wish I had that. Okay. Um, but I don't. Gotcha. And I'm not going to, like, I'm not faking it. Like, we're continuing to come to church and sure. stuff. And so there was a sermon where Pastor Scott was like, hey, man, you know, like, if you, like, and I'm paraphrasing because he doesn't say, hey, man. But, <laughs> but he's like, if you're, if you are struggling with your faith, like, Pray, like, pray to God that he gives you this faith, like that he that he gives it to you because faith is a gift from God. Mm -hmm. And I was like, huh. Okay, well, like, all right. So, <laughs> so I bowed my head uh, and I was like, I, right, I guess I'll just pray this. Because I did, I wanted it, but like I just didn't have it. Sure. And <laughs> he's like, oh. <laughs> just put my head down, I guess. So so I do, and yeah, I mean, no, no huge pivotal moment just continued coming to church okay so they had this dave ramsey thing and it was like a financial peace class and i was like carol you have to go so we went interesting 
And one of the biggest barriers that I had was like, I always like, I've always thought like Christian churches are just like businesses and they're just like trying to draw people in. So people tithe and then like they take that tithe and they use the money for right stuff. Right. So I had this barrier. It's always, it's always been there since I was young. And that's a lot of people's barriers. Right. Sure. So, and at the end of this financial peace class, like Dave Ramsey does this great job of just like laying it out. He's like, listen, like, the church doesn't need your money. Like they're, they're all right. Like they're going to be fine. God's going to take care of them. Like God doesn't need your money. He owns everything. (laughs) Like he definitely doesn't need your money. He's like, he's trying to change you into a more giving person. Yeah. So I was like, huh, like I've never heard it like that. So softened my heart a little bit more. And Carrie and I had a road trip to like North Carolina for a wedding. And we just discussed it like the whole time. It was like nine hours. And we just like, we're not discussing. We just like talked about it. Really? Oh man. Like, like, yeah. So like at the end of it, I was like, I think I'm ready. Like, I think, I think we could try this. Like, let's try it. Try like, what? Let's try typing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Cause we've been going to church for a while. Right. So, yeah. So I was like, let's try it. You, so, you don't think you were a Christian at this time? I, I don't know. I don't honestly, I mean, I think it's just like a pr- long process. <laughs> I've never had like a moment where I'm just like, mm. hey, I'm, I'm like, oh, I, I've had it. Yeah. But I'm saying I, at that point I didn't have gotcha. it. Okay. So so then it's like the, it was like $600, like the amount that we had to tithe for the month. Oh, man. And I'm like, man, that's a chunk of change. You know what we can do? With <laughs> $600? So, Church is just taking my money? Yeah. So, so we, I'm like, all right, well, like, let's take the leap. Let's do it. So we oh, do. Man. And like, I think that like the next day we had to ch- change our insurance, our health insurance, and we were paying $700 a month. And we found an insurance that was better for a hundred dollars a month. Six hundred dollars exactly. Six hundred dollars. And like Carrie and I look at each other and we're like, "That was the next day." What? So that was like a huge like leap. Like it was like boom. I was like, "Oh man, that is super cool." Yeah. So now like I'm like slowly, I don't know exactly when, when it was, when I'm just like, I became a Christian and like, I have just like doubts. I'm like, well, what about like, what about like who, like men wrote the Bible type of thing. So I'm like, and so guys just lying about it. Right. Right. And so I go and I like seek answers. Like I would ask you or I would just like go online on YouTube Mm -hmm. or, and, and I would find them and every doubt that I would have would bring me for like closer and like bring my faith like into such a greater like thing. Like it just became bigger. Like, yeah. Cause I would find the answer to like the questions that I would have. And like my faith would be just that much stronger. A genuine curiosity. Right. Led to like proving that God is like, right, right, right. This is all legitimate. Yeah. Well, that's exactly it. Like, but I had the faith first. Yeah, for sure. Right. So like I had the faith first and then I would just go find the answers. Like it's like I was like, hey man, like this is real. Like I should have no fear of like no fear of like truth of, or false. Yeah, like true. Yeah. And I did, and like and that's how it's been. Like every time I've had a doubt, like I just go and I like the way my personality is like is I need to know. Sure. And I just go and I find You have an innate curiosity or or adherence to truth. Right. And so like you seek that out. And then whatever it comes out, like that's where you, that's where you land. That's what's yeah. going to be. Yeah. It's, um, it's really amazing though, because it, 
like from that very first seed to where I am now, like even as a person, like I've just seen this change. Mm-hmm. And what's the change? Is it is it within, outlook on life? No, it's it, with everything. I mean, it's just like it's such a huge change. Like I, I just with a different worldview. It's like just how you view the world is completely different. I mean whenever you accept the Bible as your foundation and as your truth, like as the truth, yeah. it's, it really changes everything. I mean, I, I, I don't know how to explain it. I mean, if you were to tell me two years ago that I was going to be in church five days a week, <laughs> I would have told you, I was, you're crazy. Yeah. Like, no, I love other stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But now I love this stuff. Yeah. And, I don't know sure. how that works. Sure. Sure. <laughs> I don't know how God did that. Yeah. But it wasn't me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. For sure. Yeah. And so so God has like put you on this path of of deeper understanding of truth in the world. Right. Ourselves, of how reality is structured out. Where is he taking you out from here? Like what do you see yourself doing? Like you've got this faith, you've got this understanding, and I, I know some other places we could go into, but generally where do you want to go? Where do you feel like God's leading you? You know, I, I think God has given me a lot of gifts to where I'm I'm very personable with with people and that I that I have this ability to teach. Okay. And I think somewhere in that field of teaching, yeah. Just teaching the Bible, teaching the word, and I don't know. I think that it's in that generality. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I think um knowing you for a while now, you you have a an a, a really simple and clear way to explain something to someone so that they get it also. And it's, uh, and, you know, teaching, but it's, you know, I could see it in like small conversations or like on a, on a stage or whatever. Um, if you guys didn't know, like I've, I've witnessed um, Nelson become one of the leading experts in Jehovah witness apologetics that I ever I've ever witnessed. I mean, like, it, honestly, he's 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 really humble about this kind of stuff. But he's a ferocious reader, and he right now he's trying to get his uh, THM in, <laughs> like a THM, like just read all the classes and take all the and, and uh, download all of the the lectures and uh, ingest it. Um, tell me about a little bit about the Jehovah Witness um, and, and your kind of in, interactions and encounters. Um, I know it's kind of delicate because you know it's an ongoing ministry an ongoing process. Um, but it's, it, it, I think it roots in two different places. One, your, your families and how you got, you know, your upbringing and two, your desire for truth. Um, and so like, what are some things that you could tell us about, you know, your experiences, um, in understanding the Jehovah witness organization? Uh, well, so we've, we've done a lot of ministering to Jehovah's Witnesses. We've had a lot of them over at the house and we've done various studies with them. Uh, I actually work with a Jehovah's Witness. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 con- I have con- a lot of contact with, with it. Um, it, it's a high control religion and it basically shuns out or it shuts out everything from the outside to where the people are almost isolated from the world Mm -hmm. and with it comes like a lot of issues for the, for the people that are in it in that they, they become almost like they don't have anyone else if they were to leave that. Right. Gotcha. So So they're very dependent or attached. Yes. Yes. And it, and it works out in that way so that people don't leave. 
So for example, like if I were to say, well, I'm not Christian anymore and you would still be my friend. Yeah. Right. But if that was, if that were to happen in the Jehovah's witness organization, like I would lose my family members. I would lose, like no one would talk to me. Hmm. Yeah. And stakes le- are high. Yes. Yes. Are high. I mean, it's similar in Islam where if people leave that, sure. like you could be sure. So it's, um, but the reality comes in that you have to witness to them using the scriptures and, and because they, they say that they love the scriptures, they, they should listen to that as, as the authority. Right. Sadly, the watchtower and like the governing body of the Jehovah's Witnesses is the true authority in that religion, mm-hmm. but people don't come to that realization. And even when they do, they're already so committed that they just don't want to leave or they yeah. can't leave. So let me line this out then. So uh, someone who's a Jehovah Witness uh, thinks that they put scripture as the highest authority, um, but in reality, the organization is the highest authority, act like acting as it, um, and that they use the scriptures to, you know, give credibility or justify what they say. Correct. Okay. And then that the stakes are high because if they're in a organization or community rather of Jehovah witnesses, if they leave or express, do they express doubt there? Or is it like a, is that, yeah, is doubt yeah, like a free thing to talk about? No, it's not a free thing. So okay. it's a, you, you, once you get to a certain point when you're already a baptized Jehovah's witness, you, you can express doubt outward. I mean, it, it just so happens like if you, like you may have like one friend that you can share it with mm. within very, the very organization, but even then like, gotcha. it's not like an open thing. Like if I was to say like, you know what, I'm, I'm doubting my faith. I just don't know if I believe in this Bible or if I believe in, that in the resurrection, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be shunned. I'm going to say that no one's going to tell me like, Hey man, like you need to stop questioning sure. the organization or whatever. Yeah. What about struggle with sin? Like, can, is, is that open? Is that an open thing? No, of course not. Okay. So it's a, uh, it's a very outer, outer, like you have to look the part mm, gotcha. type of thing. Okay. Okay. Wow. So uh, for anyone listening, uh, just maybe close off this segment. Like, do you have any advice? So if like I'm sitting at the, at home and someone knocks on the door, it's Jehovah witness. Uh, do you have any advice for that first interaction with anyone for anyone listening right now? Uh, if share the gospel, man, yeah. <laughs> like, gotcha. like the people, if, if you understand the gospels, you have to share it, man. The gospel has the power to save people. Yeah. And it's just really that simple. Sure. Um, open the door. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a lot of people hide Yeah, and like, and if you, ha- if you're hiding, it might be because you don't know what, like what you believe. Yeah. And that says some, that says more about your own faith than it does about the Jehovah's witnesses outside. Oh, dang. So if you're hiding, if you don't want to open the door and, and engage, basically, yeah. well, you might not feel secure in your own faith and well, what you believe. So, so one thing that I, that I do appreciate, obviously, about the zeal of the Jehovah's Witnesses is that they go door to door and talk to strangers sure. about their faith. Sure. I mean, we don't do that. Do you think, do you think that's a problem? Like it, of course. How, how would we evangelize, essentially? What's like a normal way to not be creepy? Like, I don't, would you want to go door to door? Not necessarily go door to door, but I mean, it, it becomes almost to where people don't even share their faith. Like I had no idea some people were Christian, like at all. Yeah. <laughs> no one shared the gospel with me. Yeah. I, I had to go to church to get it. Yeah. 
myself included. Sure. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what is the truth? Like, yeah, for sure. And, for sure. And, like, and I think I was scared maybe. I don't know. Of course. It, well, it is scary. Yeah, yeah. It's scary to talk to someone because it's by nature offensive. Sure. Like, you're a sinner. You're, it's you offensive. Jesus, yeah? yeah. It's offensive. Yeah. I mean, but we're called to do it. Yeah. And I don't know. So how would we, how would we do it? Like help me, help me help someone that we're telling them, we're telling someone who's listening, Hey, you got to share the gospel. But like, I think the initial question is how or with whom I think with whom, with anyone. Right. I guess. Yeah. But like, (laughs) but how would you do that? Right. Well, I mean, they're like the whole gospel is like you, you have this relationship with someone. So you, you, you bring someone into your house and, and you, you get to know them a little bit. Mm -hmm. And, and then you, then you like, they're obviously trying to share their faith with you and you have an opportunity to say, Hey, well, this is what I believe. And this is why. And like, just go through step by step. Like we all fall short of the glory of God that we need a savior and that God came down as the God man, Jesus Christ and died for our sins and he conquered sin and death. And because of that, we are now able to have those good works that comes from the spirit that indwells in us after we accept Christ. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and lining that out, you have to know the gospel. Anyway, yeah. Right? <laughs> well, yeah. If you don't know what you're talking about, yeah, you're going to shut the door when they come to the door. <laughs> like, <laughs> come to church. Is, yeah. is, do you think that's a thing? Like, is that the new evangelism? Hey, come to church instead of, Hey, of course it's lazy. <laughs> it's lazy. It's laziness. I mean, I do it. Yeah. I'm like, I was, I did it for a long time. I'm sure. like, Hey man, like, you just come to church and people we were like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think, uh, how much, uh, how much, how do you think, how many Christians do you think out of all the Christians know the actual gospel, know what, like the gospel, the good news that saves us? Not, not that many. Really? Why is that? I mean, so I can tell you, it's like intellectually, you can know, you can know what it is, right? I, I knew it for a long time. Right. The steps. Like, I knew what the steps were, sure. but when you understand like how deep your own sin is and how much your need for your, for a savior is, it really becomes like real. Like you're, you're like, Oh man, like that is good news. Yeah. yeah. What was that story that you said about the, you were in a barbershop or something. You, you said the gospel. Do you remember that? Uh, in a barbershop. Yeah. I remember. I think you, I think this is you. I think you told me you were in a barbershop. And there were two people arguing about what the gospel was. Um, and then you corrected them. Was that you? No. Oh, no. man. That's not, <laughs> no, my bad. My bad. I, I thought, I thought, so I guess I'm just trying to define what the difference is between knowing intellectually and knowing internally for someone. Well, I mean, honestly, it's, it, I think it goes down to like the faith, like it, because I can I can read something, but like unless it's that heart change, yeah, it's just it's I don't know, and that only comes from God. Yeah, yeah, for yeah sure. I mean, it's not it's not of our own doing. Cool, cool. Do you have any other um maybe pieces of advice or things like kind of guiding words or experience um to to tell to to say to someone who's listening out there who might be dealing with doubt and skepticism? or might have some things like these, these barriers to belief. Like, do you have anything to say to these people who might be listening right now? Oh yeah, man, go, go look for those answers. Ask, ask your pastors, ask your, your friends, your leaders, challenge them. Like, Mm. (laughs) like if they don't know, like 
they they should be knowing those things too you know sure i mean we need to know how to defend our faith yeah absolutely absolutely well uh nelson it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast we always finish off with this last question uh before we do if you guys uh really resonated with his uh testimony please like and share and share this podcast with someone who uh, might find it interesting um and it's a tool for nelson and for you guys to maybe evangelize a little more and get like a foot in the door um, but we finish off with this last question, uh, guys. Nelson, why do you think God is awesome? Man, so like just throughout history, from the beginning of the Bible to the end of the Bible, we we reject God. Like we we just we spit on Him, we we hit Him, we crucified Him, and He still loves us, and He still reaches for us, and He still like comes for us and and i think that's just so awesome because i mean to to do that for some like you could do that for your friends Mm -hmm. like you may even do that for for people that you don't know yeah but like to do it for people who just outright hate you sure is just that's awesome yeah absolutely absolutely well, Nelson, thank you so much again for being on the podcast. Guys, thanks for listening. Um, be sure to review us and listen to us on iTunes. We love y'all. We'll see you guys next time. Hashtag Aaron's testimony. No, no, no. Hashtag no. Aaron's testimony. <laughs> <Get out of here. laughs>